episode nine. We're back. Episode nine. Youthful take. I'm Sam Greenberg. I'm Jack Salford. All right, let's get into the news. Here are talking points for the week. Trump uh, charged with alleged fraud. Government did not shut down for now. Uh, Writer strike resolution. Republican debate. Um, uh, rest in peace, Senator Dianne Feinstein and the Ryder Cup. Jack, take it away with Trump. Donald Trump today is getting charged for his business dealings. Today's the first day of his trial, by the way. He's charged for fraud. Started already? For his, yeah, today's the first day. For his New York City business dealings. Um, yeah, another alleged. Charged with fraud. inflating his business oh, yeah. asset valuations in order to get more deals and more business. He owes people money, and that's what they want to put him in jail for. Um, just yet another bad headline for shady, the former president. Shady, shady dealings with Trump. I mean, there's nothing new there. There's nothing new. Nothing new. Um, biggest thing here is he's it's a today's the first day of his court trial. proceeding continuation of uh, trump behavior that we're already aware of like what do you what else do you say yeah all right um uh jack tell us about the, the government, government did not shut down surprisingly in contrast to what dean Con- uh congressman, congressman phillips, phillips and uh we both thought Others the government thinking. did not shut down uh so at the last moment mccarthy and the House were able to pass a temporary bill that delayed the government shutdown until November 17th. Work um, for Democrats, bipartisanship, that's, that's, that's progress in the Congress. But, but Matt, you know, Matt Gates. Matt Gates still wants to oust him, threatening the motion to vacate calls. Yeah. Um, my take here is these right-wing crazies are in the majority in the House, obviously. You know, there's, there's that group of the Freedom Caucus. So for 20, and 20 they or so Republicans that yeah, are yeah. selfish. And they've been gifted, you know, congressional power because they have the majority. Um, and Gates continues to abuse this power and get nothing done. What I propose McCarthy does is give more power, like work across the aisle with the Democrats, because if he and the other normal Republicans mm-hmm. in the House join with the normal Democrats in the House, they will have a majority and a sensible working and House. And then McCarthy will not get ousted because there will not be enough support for the motion to vacate, and it will just be a certain number of far-right Republicans that are saying this. So I think it benefits everyone except for Matt Gates and his people to yeah. work across and the aisle. I don't see why Matt Gates keeps doing this. Because he's, my getting only, lot, he's getting a lot of press. All press is good press. Yeah, like, my only take is like he might be wanting to do it so he can get speaker, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, it's unclear. I don't know what's going on in his head. But he's getting a lot of press for anyway, it. Anyway, right. next news headline. Moving on. Um, writer's strike resolution. Recently, the WGA, Writers Guild of America... And the producers slash studios reached an agreement to end the writer's strike. Um, this is very exciting for me personally. Both my parents are uh, screenwriters, so they are back to work. And um, I think it's, uh, that's progress. I don't know exactly. It's unclear exactly what the agreement entails, but it's a win for the labor union. They went on strike. They worked out a deal. That's, that's how it's been worked. That's how yeah. labor unions have been working for years. And it's another example of that. Um, to be specific, the writers were uh, fighting for transparency from studios on how much money they should be making, regulations on AI to protect their jobs, and just overall fair wages for writers. So I'm very excited about that. I think it's a win. Yeah. Not, now I, we have to now wait for the actors, but that's yeah, a win. I don't have much to add for this, but I'm happy yeah. you're happy. Yeah, thanks, Jack. <laughs> Next talking point here. Republican debate. Yep. All right, my one note on this was it's a whole lot of jargon. I watched 30 minutes of it, and then I got frustrated by what yeah. they were saying. <laughs> and to me, it felt like the Republicans, obviously Trump's not there. It felt like the remaining Republicans are not fighting on who is the best candidate for president. They're, they're fighting on who's the most conservative, who's the most far right. I and, guess, but that is their 
They are the I, conservatives. I, I, I think right? that's counterintuitive. They should be talking about why they're the best candidate and not the best conservative. Yes. I just Nikki Haley was attacking Ron DeSantis for for ending fracking in um, Florida, and I get from a job standpoint that can be problematic. But fracking has been historically bad for the environment, so it just seems like that's just taking away environmental progress. And I don't see how anyone can be in favor of that. Mm-hmm. Even Nikki Haley, who's one of the more central Republicans, is still is saying stuff like that. And it was just hard to listen to. Yeah. Um, more points. Ron DeSantis continues to disappoint. I don't think he's going to stand much of a chance against Trump. Vivek Ramaswamy is exciting, but he is ridiculous. The things he says are ridiculous. He says a lot and not much meaning. Yeah. Over and over, the same talking points. He just there talks are two to talk. This is truth. Like, he just talks to talk. He and goes, he goes, he in, like starts saying this thing that's about a sound, you know. Oh, wow, he's, he's yeah, got something going here. Ridiculous. And then <laughs> the second half of his sentence huge, just goes off the rails. Yeah, huge adjectives to make him sound smart. Like, yeah. huge yeah. adjectives before everything. I don't, I, I, don't, um, I don't like him. And lastly, but, yeah. Tim Scott, I noticed... The one by the one person there that I actually liked, Tim, I love Scott, Tim Scott. Yeah. Um, seems like a voice of reason in the Republican Party, yeah, and t- I can appreciate. Look, that. he's. I've said I'm this before on the podcast. Actually, he's very conservative. Mm-hmm. But what I like about him is he's taking a positive, I want to say, approach to the campaign, mm-hmm. and he's also got a great story. Um, on top of that, my other takeaway from this debate is um, I think Nikki Haley, if she if she can get through Trump, I think there's a good chance she beats Biden. I don't. I don't like her. I don't like Well, that is your take. Dude, no one's Look, getting I don't Trump. necessarily... No one's getting through Trump. It's not happening. It's not it, happening. It may happen. Maybe. You know, she's, she's rising in the polls. She got a lot, of, yeah. a lot of popularity after yeah. that. So, All right, let's move on. Next headline. Um, Jack. Um, our next one's a little... serious. It hits home, too, because yeah. we are from California. Um, Senator Feinstein recently died. Rest in peace. At the age of 90. Yeah, she was um, in D.C. voting the day she died, which shows her commitment to her job. Yeah. Very impressive. Rest in peace. The late great senator, she was amazing at a life that is truly inspiring. Yep, yep. Um, and Newsom obviously had to appoint a new senator, um, and he specifically wanted to appoint a black woman as well as someone who would be willing to give up their seat when the election comes mm-hmm. around. But he did say if they don't, if they want to keep running and they did a good job, you know, let them they can run. But he he was looking for someone who would be willing to give up their yeah. seat. And he appointed not Barbara Lee, yes. not Adam Schiff. Well, obviously not Adam Schiff, obviously. but not Barbara Lee. <laughs> Adam um, Schiff is not a black woman. If because didn't he know. didn't want to interfere in that uh, election, in the race going on right now. He appointed LaFonza Butler, LaFonza a Butler. high-ranking member of Emily's List. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good move from Newsom. To, not, to appoint Barbara Lee would give her an unfair advantage in the election process. And I think we want to see... I mean, I want to see Schiff with the seat. I, we talked about this in Ted Greet, my brother's episode of the podcast. He mm-hmm. uh, worked as an intern for Schiff's campaign, and he told us a lot about him. I like him as a candidate, so I'm happy about that. Um, but also, I'm excited to see what happens in 2024 for that Senate seat. Also, once and again, then, rest in peace, Senator rest in Feinstein. Peace. And then a cool thing to look at is if Schiff wins, who runs for Schiff's seat, yeah. which we might have a guest. We might, potentially. Coming, a potential guest. We have some good guests for our next season. We've got, yep. Very um, exciting. Shout out Zach let's, Lipschitz. Shout out Zach Lipschitz. Let's move on to our last um, little headline here. We've got the Ryder Cup. Golf. <clears throat> That's golf. That is golf. I don't know shit about it. It's a, every two years they have the Ryder Cup, which is the U.S. against um, Europe, the, the world. world. Yeah, in golf. And it gets very highly competitive. If you know Rory McIlroy, you know he likes to get competitive, and he was getting a little fiery 
But the world took this one. The U.S. lost, which is rough. It's always rough when the U.S. loses, but we got it again in two years. Yeah, uh, that's our sports news. Yeah, it's our big sports L news. L for the USA in golf. Sucks for us, unfortunately. Um, yeah, that's what we got them next in the next we got two them years. Next, next time. We got All them right. next time. That was our news. That um, the news. Yep. Stay tuned for the interview. Peace. Peace out. Interview time. I'm Jack Salford. I'm Sam Greenberg. To my left is Sam Greenberg. I'm Sam Greenberg. You all are familiar with him. Um, we are going to try to do this new concept. We have brought four of our close friends to be interviewed today who would probably say they're not too involved in keeping up with the news and politics. That's not true. Okay, other than Grant. Other than, than Mr. Him himself. Mr. Him. I, I, I beat Sam. All right, let's wait for your introduction later. That is so. true. Yeah, that Grant's been true. on here before, so it's okay. Grant could beg to differ okay. here. For the most part, who that. don't don't keep up that much with the political scene, is what we could say. Um, so we're gonna start by doing an icebreaker. We'll go right to left here. We will please state your name, your grade, and your favorite sport and or ice cream flavor. My name is Ariel Sakai. I'm in eleventh grade. My favorite sport is water polo, and my favorite ice cream flavor is coffee. Thank you, Ariel. Thank Who you. is this? My name's Sam Joe. I'm in eleventh grade, and my favorite sport to watch is football. Thank you, Sam Joe. Who is yep. this? Uh, my name's Grant Fisher. You guys may know me. Um, I'm in eleventh grade, and my favorite sport is tennis. Thanks, nice, Grant. Grant. Who is this? I'm Xander Garrett. I'm in eleventh grade, and my favorite sport is volleyball. Thank you, Xander. All Thanks, right, Xander. now to gauge. How the average teenager views politics. We're going to ask you some pretty general questions about how you feel about the political scene. So let's begin. First off, what political slash social slash economic, whatever you take to mean, will you ever take this question to mean, what issues matter to you most? We'll go right to left. We'll start with Ariel here. I think one of the biggest issues that addresses the country today is like creating bipartisan support. I feel like, on I like the both, both on the That's left and on the right, there's been a lot of extremism and... A lot, a lot of times, congressmen or representatives will just oppose acts because it's brought up by a Democrat or Republican. Partisan. Good. And we're not going to go anywhere if we hate each other. Exactly. I like that. Good job, Mario. Good take. Like if you would listen to our uh, episode eight, Dean Phillips, you would know that Dean Phillips, Congressman Dean Phillips, is actually the most bipartisan member of Congress. I listen to that. Fun fact. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I listen to that too. Ariel, it's a great youthful Thanks, take. Sam. All right, uh, Sam. Sam Joe. Opinions. All right. Let's see it. My biggest issue currently, I think, is climate change. Okay. You know, okay. right now it's not going to really affect us much. There's some statistics out there that, like, in a hundred years or so, New York could be underwater. That's not going to affect our lifetime, but it's going to affect our children's lifetimes. Yep. And that's just something sad to think about. So I would say that's my biggest, biggest issue right like now. That. Also ESG. Okay. Let's, ESG. Get, let's give Thank Sam you. some snaps here, boys. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. Grant, Thank how do you feel? Um, very similar to Ariel's, but probably more of a general statement. I think that um, it's it's now very hard to have a civil conversation about you know maybe some more uncomfortable some controversial topics that you know in the past might not necessarily have been as controversial as today yeah um you know discussing politics in general is has has become very hard because you know also as ariel said um there's a lot of extremism 
and it's it's more focused on power dynamics nowadays than um, than actual beliefs and views. Thank you, Grant. That's youthful Go from Grant. you. Go, Xander. Um, I would say some political issues that concern me would be issues that, like you know territorial <clears throat> issues, for example, like mm-hmm. Ukraine or you know just problems that affect human life. Ukraine. Good job, Xander. <laughs> Thank you, Xander. All right. Broad, but gets to the point there. Good job, Xander. Jack, would you like to ask the second yeah, question? Yeah, second question is, um, who slash what influences your political opinion? Think community, school. Family. Family, sports team. Who do you feel? All right, now we'll, we'll go we'll, we'll go, go all the way. Xander can yeah. start first. Xander. Counterclockwise here. Who do you, who influences you most politically? Um, I think because I'm not very involved in politics or news or anything like that, my political beliefs are largely based off of my parents, my parents' beliefs. That's it. Parents for Xander? Very, very real. Um, honestly, I think it's just your environment. Like, like Xander said, parents are very important, but also like just your community around you, um, people in your school. Um, I know my school, um, had a banned, um, book presentation this week. And, uh, you know, that, that, does influence certain views because there have been certain um, bills and laws that have banned books, um, you know, by certain, um, you know, parties and certain states. But I think, you know, it's, it's, it's more, more than likely your community around you. Thank you, Grant. Sam, who influences your political opinions? I'm going to agree with Xander and Grant so far on what they said. I think my parents really influenced me a lot, but I'm going to bridge off that a little bit. I think social media has a great effect on what you good think. Good take, good take. Like, just even like TikTok, Instagram. Sam. Sam, what yes. you see will affect however you think and will affect your political views. All right, moving on. Thank you, Sam. Moving on to Ariel, lastly. Yeah, I kind of agree with what everyone else said, but I feel like I grew up believing more about what my parents said. And now that I have access to social medias and that I've been growing and developing as someone who's different than my parents and I don't have the same experiences as them, I feel like the experiences and the communities you are as an individual really shape where you are on the political spectrum because everyone has different priorities and different needs. Thank you, Ariel. Thank you, Ariel. Um, Just to clarify something, Grant talked about banned books. If you guys are not familiar with that, some certain books in in Florida and Texas are being banned from schools, and so our school had a celebration also, AP, of those books. AP Psychologies we... has also been banned in Florida as well. Yeah, wow. so our, to, to clarify that, our school had a um, presentation in the library of those books that were being banned. We read it. Um, just to clarify on what that was. Thank you for you clarifying. Were a little confused. All right, Take moving on. How involved do you feel? You, well, I have, three, I have three questions to propose here. How involved are you in politics? Do you keep up with the news in general? And do you think politics are important in your in your daily life? You don't have to answer all three, just general things to think about. So we'll move back around and start with Ariel. Can you repeat the three questions? Yes, I can. How involved are you in politics? Do you keep up with the news? Do you think politics are important in your daily life? So I think with the age of social media, it's really easy to keep up with politics. But with that being said, you also have to make sure your sources are reputable. I would say... On a daily basis, I do keep up with politics. If anything um, important happens, example like Senator Feinstein passing away, or Senator McCarthy being kicked out, Congressman, Congressman, sorry, these were all. Le- yeah, it's okay. I'm pretty involved in politics. Yeah. Good. All right. Thanks, Ar- Sam. To you. Thank you, Ariel. 
Uh, I'm gonna say this straight up. I'm, I don't think I'm that involved in politics, yeah. but um, and like I don't really keep up with the news either because that shit's kind of depressing. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's, honestly, it's okay. It's a, it's a, it's a little depressing. Um, so I wouldn't really say politics are that important in my life, at least not right now. All right, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. All right. Very real answer Brett. from you there. How do you feel? Um, so I wouldn't say I'm too involved in like politics. <laughs> I, I would say I do like to keep up with the news. Um, my family encourages me to, you know, read up on the news as much as possible because, um, in, in, in our generation, it's become, you know, a rare trait to read articles and keep up with the news. Or maybe you might just use social media, which is a very easy way to access the news. But as, you know, Ariel said, um, the sources might not be as uh, as reputable um, on, on you know, social media as maybe, um, you know, the New York Times. All right. Thank you. Move Jack. to Jack. All right. Next question. We'll start with Xander on this one. Yeah, we'll go left to right here. Um, <clears throat> kind of a two-part question. A, do you guys plan on vote? If you're old enough, do you plan on voting in the 2024 presidential election? And B, are you excited to vote? And if you are, why are you excited to vote? Xander. Um, uh, yes, I do plan on voting in the next election. Uh, what was the second question? Are you excited, are you excited to, um, to are vote? Are you excited to vote? <laughs> oh, yes. I, I am excited to vote because... Um, while I'm not largely involved in politics, I think it's an exciting, like, right to have to, yeah. and to exercise yeah. it. It's like getting your driver's license. It's like, like a right like of passage, your yeah. first Yeah, it's vote. like a bar mitzvah. I'm finally, like, a citizen. Awesome. Fish? Take. Fish to you. <laughs> um, I think that's a very good question. You know, we all live in California, which is, you know, a dominantly blue Democrat, like, you know, Democratic dominant state. Uh-huh. Um, but I, like Xander said, having the right to vote is is a, a like a privilege that you receive when you're 18, and it's a good right to have. Um, you know, once again, like if you do have that right, I encourage you to vote. It's very important. Um, but like I said, I don't know how excited I am about voting. Um, I feel like there is a clear candidate that I I might vote for, and and for certain other people, there's a clear candidate. Um, you know, in, in, in other states and, and for other people around the nation. But, yes, I think having the right to vote is a great right to have, and I will proudly exercise it once I'm 18. All right, thank you, Grant. Cool Sam, fish. to reiterate the question, you may have forgot, we're asking, are you able to vote in 2024? Are you excited? What does that mean to you? All right, yeah, so I will be able to vote in 2024. Yeah. I'm yeah. super excited. It's something fresh, something new, you know. It's like, <laughs> although, <Something> fresh. <laughs> although it might not affect the majority, like the, just because California is so like blue for the most part, it's like it's not necessarily going to affect anything. It's just something new, and I'm really excited to do it. I mean, that, that was it. Uh, what does it mean to you? Good answer there, Sam. Good answer, Sam. Mr. Fresh himself. So I also will be able old enough to vote, and I think I'll be, in general, I'll be very excited to vote. I just don't know with the candidacy right yep. now and yep. the options if I'll be excited to vote in this election. Ooh, Fun fact, Ariel's one of the oldest That's, in our grade. Like yeah. Ariel, do you want to elaborate like on that point? Like if, that. You're, if you're comfortable, if you're not, I, I totally just feel like right now we kind of see where it's going uh-huh. with the two presidential candidates, and both of them are old white guys, and I don't think we need that. We need some more representation from minorities. But my dad. No. Good job, Sam. I know. I'm not. I'm not. 
I not think Vivek. No, Congressman God Dean forbid. Phillips. He may run for president, uh, as he hinted at on our podcast. Right, and he's. Right. And he's I, I do feel like uh, speak on Vivek. I do feel Vivek okay. kind of tends to regurgitate um, common, you know, Republican yeah. policies. A bit of a yapper. And, and terms. I feel like he's trying to too. hide Republican policies and terms in this like younger version of himself. I totally so agree. So he with you. sounds like, oh, I'm hip. But oh no, I don't believe in climate change, and no, women shouldn't have yeah. rights over their body. But no, I I, I sound like Obama, so it. I, know, I feel I, like I, I feel like I feel like what he's honestly doing is a little controversial because if he's trying to you know resonate with a younger audience, you have to keep in mind that you know the average voting age for um, you know where where he stands on the political spectrum is yeah. around sixty five. Also, not to mention, he does feature himself on the app TikTok, which I, I <laughs> will say, comments? I will say, you know, he is, he is, he has more of a conservative standpoint and, and that, that place on the political spectrum is heavily against TikTok as, as it, you know, relates to China and, and, you know, their conflicts with China. Yeah. Can I ask you guys hosts a question? Of course you can, Ariel. Who would be your ideal pre- Democratic nominee and re- Republican nominee? That's oh. Uh, I also, can I start that? Wait, before we say that, I'd like to mention, ironically, Jack and I are the only ones that aren't going to be able to vote in twenty. Oh, yeah, we're right? the only ones who can't <laughs> The only ones yeah. that can vote so here are Our opinion doesn't vote. matter. Yeah. Anyway. So who cares what we think? Republican. I can answer that one. I like Nikki Haley. I agree with that. I don't agree um, like that. I think she's the Sam only one really... Agree. like. I've said this before numerous times on the podcast, Tim Scott. I guess. Look, he's really conservative, but I like a lot of what he stands for. But I just don't think he has a shot if he goes up against, you know, Trump. Or even if he gets lucky enough to beat Trump, he has mm-hmm. no chance against Biden. I think Nikki Haley's the only one that can go up to Trump, beat him there, and then go against Biden. And wow, win that's, that's a very hot I, take. I agree. Sam, I think she has a lot she's of getting talk. a lot of pop. Sam, can you elaborate like, on way why more popular. you disagree with... Like oh, Nikki Haley? Yeah. I, well, I was watching the Republican debate last week, and I heard Nikki Haley say she uh, took a dig at Ron DeSantis for saying, for limiting fracking in his state. To clarify, fracking is not all bad. It was a lot of jobs, and it's been an industry in America where it's been there for a while. It's kind yeah, of central. Yeah. But fracking, the reality of it, is terrible for global warming. Yeah. It's terrible. There's a lot of... A lot of uh-huh. Yeah, fossil obviously. fuel drilling involves right. and I think anyone that is taking digs at other politicians for limiting fracking which helps the climate I don't think they should be president and that's very clear to me that she is not going to prioritize climate change at all and I and that is one of the big, most important issues yeah. to me so that's I think true. that instantly true. ruled her out I liked her I agree with Jack I agree until with she said that and then I think I agree with Jack Tim Scott seems pretty level headed although he is He's, very conservative yeah for that, very conservative. Yeah. It's very hard to a lot pick. Of what he stands for is it's very hard to pick. Noble. Pick a Republican candidate, you know, because yeah. the top Republican yeah. candidates all seem very, very conservative. You know, in, yeah, in their the, viewpoints. Yeah, that's what you. Yeah, mean, they are Republicans. Uh, for yeah, Democrats, Jack. Democrats. Yeah, but there there was a point in time where Republicans could have more. Yes, know, obviously. Centralized in today's day and age, yeah. it's yeah. It's uh, kind of what, that's highly polarized. Ariel about. mentioned this yeah. is one yeah. of his biggest, most important issues. It's the polarization among exactly. the parties exactly. makes all Republicans ultra conservative and all Democrats ultra liberal, and there's no middle ground. Let's get some stats for Sam there. All right, let's move on. Democrats, Jack, who do you think? Who's your ideal Democrat? I mean, obviously, 
Congressman Dean Phillips. Congressman Dean Phillips. We just had him on the you pod. You have my 100% support. Run for president. I'll vote for you. Look, Congressman, Congressman come on. I may not be able to vote in the next election. Oh, yeah. Amazing episode, by the I'll way. I'll vote. I'll episode vote. Eight. Eight. Xander will, Congressman Xander. Dean Phillips, if you're listening to this, Xander Gale will vote for you. Greg Fisher will vote for you. I will. I will. Arsene Guy will vote for you, and Sam Joe will vote for you. Four votes. Let's go. In California. Out of the Four hundreds votes. of millions. And, the and the reason why I like Congressman Dean Phillips, <laughs> it's all in that episode. Yep. Go listen to it. Yep. A lot yep. of what he says he was, you know, is awesome. One of his he ideas, my vote. I, I really appreciate how Congressman Dean Phillips you know, connects with the youth. What these guys are doing are fantastic. I agree. And, and him reaching Connecting out to Connecting with them. the youth. Fish, dab me up. Him for reaching that. out to them is, is Thank you, Fish. You know what that is, Greg? Very desirable. Greg, you know what that is? It's a youthful take. That's a youthful That's take a youthful right take. there. Thank you, Greg, for sure. Thank Thank you. All right. Thank we're going to move on. Oh, for Dem- yeah, we both Wait, agreed. you didn't get to I said Dean Phillips. Con- no, I said something Dean Phillips. Congressman Phillips. To be yeah, who's your You didn't say you I said Tim Scott. Tim Scott. Um, okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's keep it snappy, guys. Um, so recently I can provide some context into this issue. Yes. Kevin McCarthy, Congressman Kevin McCarthy, was the Speaker of the House. And there is eight Republicans who are ultra-conservative, led by Matt Gates, who's a congressman. And they were unhappy with Kevin McCarthy's working with Democrats, when he worked with Democrats to avoid a government shutdown. Yep. And Matt Gates filed a, mo- a motion, to, motion to vacate. It's a motion to motion vacate. Motion to vacate. And him, eight, his eight, him and his eight Republicans and all Democrats voted to kick... Kevin McCarthy off the speaker position. Wow. Never happened before in the history of the United States. That's, speaker was kicked out. Crazy. Wow. Huge, huge news. Guys, you don't need Comes to. Comes California, too. That's, that, yeah, baby. Yeah. If you didn't already know, that's kind of what happened. I mean, you don't have to talk this one because it's pretty new, recent news. Can, Just how do you feel about that if you have I, opinions? I can start. Grant and Ariel want to say something. Ariel. So let's go. Ariel. I, I feel like for, that, yeah, this Ariel, is kind of touching away. up on what I said. Like, we shouldn't be ousting uh, representatives members because they're because they're working with Democrats or because they're working with the other party. Uh-huh. We should be reaching out to the other side of the spectrum because we want to benefit the country. We're not trying to make our party the Supreme Party. We're just trying to create measures and laws that help the good of the people. Yep. And then I yeah, the I think that those eight Republicans. Those eight Republicans took their took advantage of and the Democrats took advantage of the position they were in just to oust McCarthy when now we don't know who's coming in. It could be an ultra conservative. And and sorry, I don't want to interrupt. We still have a government shutdown. Yeah, looming. It's not even fixed this, yet. No, this it's is, gonna. This is where I was about to get to. Grant, hit it. Hit it first. Are you, wait, are you? Are you nah, done? You, okay. You know, personally, um, you know, seeing someone get ousted from their position is you know never never a, a great thing to see. But honestly, I, I've never been a huge fan of Kevin McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this uh, this whole thing kind of arose with. The, the government shut down yeah. and he was in a very difficult position you know uh, uh, you know debt debt was reaching an all time high do go over the debt ceiling and um, kind of what Ariel was saying there's a huge issue of power dynamics here For, from Kevin McCarthy's standpoint if he brings this bill or law to you know go over the debt ceiling he needs he needs the majority or all of his all of his party to, you know, support him. And and due to these, you know, eight exceptions, um, he was he was he was ousted because he can't he can't now bring this law to uh, fruition. You know. Yeah. So 
So he he was he was in a very very difficult uh, position, and like Jack said, we are still in a government shutdown. So thank yeah. you, thank you, Grant. Let's you move on. Everyone's no, good. No, no, no. All right. <clears throat> um, they they yeah, they covered it. Um, we're <laughs> going to transition sad. to our lightning round, which is. You know, just get to know you personality questions. Uh, this may not apply to all of you, but first question is, how's the fantasy season going? You, Grant So, Fisher. I'm in three leagues. <laughs> uh, you nice, know, dude. I, I, I can't lie, I'm a pretty what's big... What's the buy-in for each league, Pretty Grant? big fantasy. Oh, yeah, but what's, what, what's I, buy-in? I don't sports bet. I don't sports bet. What's your bu- sports bet? Sports bet's illegal, sports I don't sports bet. The buy-in for the fantasy, That fan, is bro. true. I don't all sports right. bet. No, that's true. Right, that's um, true. It's a great take, Grant. I, it's a I useful take. That was no but. but I, that was but, a get your question. But I will say. He didn't get going. All right, all right, I, I will it. say I'm 2-2, two 2-1, and 3-1. Two, two and one, three and one, Pretty successful so far. How are you 2-2? Two, 2-1? Two, two and one? Did one league just start? Yeah, one, one league started after the first week. That's a yeah. joke. We, we, we weren't able it's to get it together until after the first week. But I'm, sure. not a, I'm not at a losing record in any of these leagues, which is pretty pretty amazing. Sam, thank you, Grant. Sam, Joe, how's the team? How's the season going? I'm gonna be pretty honest. It's going to shit. Uh, I'm one. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm, Let, let's refrain from the profanity because Spotify. I like it. Like, Spotify doesn't love profanity. I'm sorry. Um, I'm starting. I started one and three. Lost a heartbreaker last week. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's been rough out here. You're starting and Cole Komet. Oh, you have you have Tyreek Hill. You know, we're off to a good on? start this week. Cole Komet dropped 15 for me yep. on Thursday night. Bears win after that. unfortunate passing of Dick Buck. This, but. Um, he died? He yeah, died. he died today. Yeah, he died. No, he died, died Thursday. Thursday. I didn't oh even know that. He died today. Yeah, Dick Buckus died? Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. tragic. On the Bears' the greatest winning game. name of all the time. The greatest name of that's all time. Greatest. Oh, that's terrible. What? Cole um, Komet came through for him, you know. Maybe this next John. one should be directed more towards Ariel and Xander because they, I don't think Ariel and Yeah, Ariel and Xander don't Ariel play fantasy football. Play fantasy football. By the way, my buy-in was 150. It's not looking too hot for me right now. Nice, Sam. You're hypothetical buy-in. Sam has... My Trevor team. Lawrence, DeAndre <laughs> Swift, Devon A. Chain, Tyreek Hill, A.J. Brown, Cole Komet, Zay Flowers. That is not Nagy on the bench. No, no, no Kenneth, Kenneth Walker. Walker. Kenneth, Kenneth Walker's on a bye. His, 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 A.J. not starting this week. This is not a one and three team. His buy-in was, not his buy-in was 150 high fives. Let's make that clear. Yeah. Sam also <laughs> 150 does not. Fab. Sam I want to butt in this fantasy football question. Fantasy my team is terrible. Bucks. I'm yeah. last in my league. I have no points scored, and my team is great, but I've had injuries. It's been rough out here for the Sams, if you know. Austin Eckler, please come back. If you're listening. Right, next lightning round question. <laughs> All right, guys, what's your favorite class so far this year at Brown School? Oh, definitely econ. Ariel, econ. Right. Well, it has, to, it has to be something we're taking. Yeah, yeah, but still. What is so, your, I mean, your class? favorite class? Yeah, AP physics. AP physics, physics for Xander Garrett. <laughs> Elaborate, please, <laughs> Mr. Garrett. He just uh, loves AP physics. Yeah, just, just I, love science. I'm super interested in physics, and the teacher's super chill. Awesome. It's just a ton of guys. Thank you. Shout nice. out to Mr. Michelson if you if you're listening to this. Great, great coffee. Great guy. Great, great Cuban is. coffee. Great, great Cuban, Cuban coffee. coffee. I highly recommend. He's he's growing his own right now. All right, great. Wow, that's really cool. Grant? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Wow, Sam. No, I didn't mean uh, it like that. Grant, your favorite I would class. have to say Calc BC. Right. Wow. Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. Sam? My runner up. Oh, this it's is a, a tough class. choice, you know. Shout I out do to love AP Econ. Mr. Michelson, the GOAT. I'm liking Dr. Ajay. Honored bio, you know. You know, I also love... Mr. Kaplan, there you go. Um, Pre Cal, that's, <laughs> that's my teachers. guy right there. Um, and yeah, no, psychology, Dr. Mike, too. Did you also just list great. all of your Sam loves no, all his classes. I love my classes. We all Sam's love our classes. His favorite class is. Free track. Yep. This, is, this is why we love Sam. Oh, his buddy, Jack, he always brings a positive Quickly. outlook to situations. 
My favorite class has to be AP Lang with Miss oh. Middleman. AP Lang? I love that class. I like that shout. Shout That's out Miss Middleman. Shout I do love Miss My favorite class is AP Comparative Government with Dr. Arnold. I, I love Dr. Arnold. I love that class. Right. I love Dr. Arnold. We're going to wrap this up because this is going way too a long. Too long. No, 25 minutes is not bad. But they right. can edit it down. All right. No, we can't. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you. Thank I'm you. sorry for any sound issues. We tried our best. There's AC on because it's hot out. And Sam Joe decided to get up and leave the room for a sec, which... Wow. That was so, I had a cough. Sam had a cough. Anyway. So, ignore those. Enjoy. This was a youthful take interview. Peace. We out. you, guys. about that time right now i'm winning five three three so jack can no longer win this season so he's no gonna but what if i tie wow what if i tie but right now rlc already is playing for jack because jack's not gonna be yeah there. Uh, okay he's not hey, can, I, can i ask my question Ariel would like to shoot his shot first like, what is the name of the political party netanyahu is associated with i don't know bro. conservative Wrong. It's called the Likud party. Right. Let's go, Ariel. That was yes. Cool. Oh, that's a joke. One zero. You don't know your Israeli politics. I don't know my Israeli politics. Uh, this country was recently mentioned in our English textbook. Uh, it's formerly known as Tripoli. Name a country that borders Libya. Ariel, get deep. It's time to get deep, dude. Name, Ariel. Name a country. That one, borders Libya. One country that borders Libya. It's time to get deep, Ariel. Ariel, just shoot your shot. Ghana? No! What, what are the countries? You could have said Tunisia. You could have said Algeria. You could have said Egypt. You could have said Chad. Okay, are you ready? Chad, I love Chad. Are you you also could have said Oh, Chad's a great name. Sudan. Who was the Chad first? is the best. Who was the first governor to rule in America? First governor to rule? Yeah. Yes. The first governor of America. Yeah. There you go. What do you mean? I think like that's colonial what times? First governor in America. First governor in America, like the first governor. In America. So probably was colonial it? times. Colonial times? It's that guy from Massachusetts Bay Colony. I forgot his name. Well, we need his name. It's not Roger Williams because that's Rhode Island. Yeah, it's, Roger Williams is a dog. It's John Smith. It's close. Was it John? It's Smith? John Smith. Is that your final answer? It's John Smith. All right, John his final answer is John Smith. It's John Smith. It might be John Rolfe, though, John, right? No, no, John Smith. No, nope, your final answer was John, it's John Smith. Smith. I think it's not John Rolfe, it's John Smith. Oh, okay, Sam. Let's hear it. I'm standing by it. Ariel doesn't even know the answer to this. He's looking it up, guys. Everyone listening to this right now, Ariel's on his phone looking it up. Because <laughs> he didn't even know, and I knew. Damn, Sam. Yo, you're him. Just know you're him right now for saying that. Thomas West, 12th Baron de la War, right. served the fir- as the first governor in the Virginia appointed by the Virginia we're Company. Of I don't think it was Thomas West. Aria, we're not doing that. You don't even know. You can't ask me that, though. Why? No, I've, I think it's either John yep, Smith or Thomas John West. West. It's Thomas West. No, we didn't know that. Who did we learn about? Thomas West. We learned about John Smith. We did not learn about Th- Thomas, Thomas West. Smith came in after him, remember? He was the one who en- enacted that strict... Oh, that's true. That strict- that's why I made that question. Ariel is getting deep. Thank you. Alright, was it 1-0? You didn't... Uh, ask no, that's Sam. not Sam, fair. this is a comeback. I just want you to know that. That's not Ask fair. your question, Let him know. Name three different queens of England. Queen. Queens. Okay, queens. queens. Yeah. Queen Mary. Get deep. 
Yes. Sure. Queen we'll Elizabeth the yes. first. Yes. Queen Elizabeth the second. Yeah. There you that go. Was, that was a lob. Thank Greer. you, Sam. I expect more. I'm, first of all, if I lose this, I'm protesting. Okay. So let everyone, let everyone She's up 1-0 either way, right? No. Are you ready for your easy yeah. questions? Yeah, but easy. I should have gone and wrote... Name Johnson. the most recent oh, past Shah of Iran, first and last name. The Shah. The yeah. last Shah? Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it, Greenberg. Oh, name the Shah of Iran, bro. His name is Shah. King. Reza Pahlavi. Are we accepting Shah no. as an answer? It's Shah Reza Everyone called Pahlavi. him the Shah. But his name, I said, give me his name. Shah is king. You don't call... Everyone says the Shah. All right. This is a very orderly game show. It was the Pahlavi dynasty. Shah Reza Pahlavi. Please don't... This start. is a joke. Please, yeah. Okay. Guys, guys. guys tension. Oh, I don't even know the answer Tension the is question. building up. Ask Tune in next week to see if I Wait, he has one more question tie. No, he, he wins by default. Oh. Um, tune in next this week to see if fail. I can tie this up he or if Greenberg can run away with it. Greenberg, stop being a sore we loser. We didn't even cover. We love Virginia all of you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, yes, we, did. we will see you no, next time. Did.